The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Hour number two. 713-780. ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. There's Twitter at Fred Fowler. F-A-O-U-R. At A.J. is the real. At Aaron is blitzed at Degenerates975 at ESPN975. And uh, you can also watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. You can also uh, get on the text line if you like. Miss the first hour? Good stuff. I thought. A little T-Bowy. But hey, it was uh, an interesting question as far as I was concerned. All right. Uh, let's talk about your Warriors last night. I mean, I'm, how... Uh, is there anything left you can dog LeBron for at this stage of his career? I mean, it was, again, we talked about this yesterday. LeBron has, he likes to do things to make him seem like he's coming from these incredible odds that no one else would be able to come back from. And then he does it. Okay. But it just, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, and I love LeBron's game. I think LeBron is so great that I don't need him to, like, talk about how I, I couldn't see. I, I was seeing nine baskets, and I just, my lucky number six, uh, look, look, so I shot at basket six. Uh, he, he's overly dramatic about stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about just uh, him as a player. I mean, uh, the other stuff I I. I really don't care. I mean, him hitting that shot is unreal. Yeah. And it, it's, it was basically him being Steph Curry. <laughs> and, uh, and even Steph's face was just like, are you kidding me? Um, I, I, I thought it was an amazing shot. I thought it was – and it looked like that game could have gotten out of hand early. Um, the, the, the Warriors are better defensively than people want to give them credit for. Uh, you know, and it, it took LeBron – you know, making making something crazy happen for them to uh to get it done. But I I, I fully expect the the Warriors to be in there too. Um, yeah, the NBA wants both those teams sure. in there. And that the, I mean, they couldn't have scripted better the 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 play in game. They couldn't have yeah. they couldn't have asked for anything better. Well, the uh, here's a stat for you. After that that three pointer. He has 97 career game-tying or go-ahead shots in the final minute. Only player with more, Kobe Bryant, 101. Wow. So, uh, his go-ahead shot was a 34-footer, his longest make of the season. (laughs) It's the longest go-ahead shot in the final three minutes of a game in his career. Regular season playoffs or play-in tournament. So, uh, and of course... Skip Bayless not buying in it any of it. Lucky desperate three by LeBron with the pressure off at the end of the shot clock. Uh, he's mean, at he's at mean, his best when there's no driver launch decision. You mean he shot it blind? Uh, he can just heave and hope. If he misses, no expectation, no fault. It's an impossible shot. 
but Skip Skip's never ever gonna. He give won't. He won't give into it. Yeah. So imagine, like, I get like not wanting to say that LeBron is as good as Michael Jordan, but to just act like he's just not good at this point is absurd. I, I mean, I, I'll give you, and I I think I've I've heard good arguments for for LeBron and for Michael Jordan as as the greatest player ever. So I'll give you if you don't think LeBron is as good as MJ. But if you're arguing for anyone else over LeBron, stop. It's it's just absurd at this point. Like don't don't do that to yourself. Don't don't put yourself out there like that. Unless you're like 800 years old and you're like, "Well, I saw Wilt Chamberlain." Okay. Well, that that's I guess that's a little different, but uh it, it, otherwise let let's just uh Let's let's stop trying to act. Let's let's stop trying to minimize what LeBron is. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and somebody on Twitch said he's probably the most unlikable goat ever. Yeah, that's it, fair. It, yeah, he is. He is. There was a time when Ty Cobb was the greatest baseball player ever, and he was a pretty bad guy. So maybe he's worse. Uh, of course, he's been surpassed. Yeah, but. I don't. Know, I think he's. Uh, it's hard to deny him on the on the basketball floor. That's the thing. And somebody asked if LeBron gets six rings, is the debate over? No, because there'll always be somebody. There'll always be a debate. Well, because Jordan never lost one. Okay, so he didn't get there all the other times. Is my comeback to that? And I think. Listen, you can make an argument for both of them. And the thing is, personally, I don't like either one of them. <laughs> but as basketball players, that that's why I feel like I can be more objective than anybody in that discussion. Because I, I just dislike both of both of them as human beings, and for different reasons. But as basketball players, eh, nobody else. No, there's in nobody in the conversation. Yeah, and and please, oh God, please don't say Kobe Bryant. We have to stop that too. We have to stop pretending like Kobe Bryant is in the same discussion as LeBron and Michael Jordan. We can't do it anymore. We can't. Mm-hmm. Don't don't speak ill of Kobe. People, I'm not speaking people, ill of him. People will hate on you immediately. I'm not speaking ill of him. I'm just saying, like, let's the, the, stick to your group. All right, he ain't in that group. Yeah. All right. Can we, uh, Aaron? Can we get a golf update? Aaron, have you tallied the scores? I need to go back and look at who's finished now because right before the show, I had tallied, and I think a lot of Fred's and my guys had finished. But you still had, I think, four out there. Okay. So I need to go get an update. I'll do that during this coming right, break. So we'll, we'll, we'll do it. In, we'll do it at five. A five fifteen update is what we'll have. Yeah. How about that? So. Um. Yeah. I, I know Victor Hovland. He was up there. I saw that. He's uh. He's. I think he's still leading. No, the Corey Connors, some Canadian oh, guy. Oh, jeez, get out of the wheel, some hoser. Yeah, is five under now. So yeah, that's what I should have done was just take all Canadians. I uh, well, I, I think he might be the only <laughs> Canadian that makes the cut. I don't know that there's one in each group. So, uh, uh, but he he is leading things right now. Um, but yeah, well, I, it'll, I'm I'm interested to see how the rest of our teams are doing. Uh, I, I yeah, I'll, Fred still got two guys out there. Um, I'm pretty sure Kevin Na is dead. He was like seven over, but everybody else seemed to be hovering around par. So. Uh, that's what I want to, I want to know, like it, cause it's hard to, to know that you're going to be a contender on day one, but sometimes you can tell, yeah, he ain't making the cut on day yeah, one. Yeah. 
And that's what I wonder. How many of our guys are we shaking our heads at going, oh, oh yeah, he's a dead man. He ain't making the cut. Especially I feel like MJ changed the game of basketball more than LeBron has. Uh, yeah, I mean, I in, but also in some negative ways. They Michael Jordan made traveling legal. Yeah. They let him have an extra step. And now that's that's changed the game. I don't know that it's changed the game for the better. But, you know, he also was, uh, I mean, his style was way different than than what we'd seen before too and to me like i i love i love watching lebron and there there will, there will always be people who say well the the and the rules were different like the rules for what's a foul and what's not a foul were different in in jordan's day right but i i will die on this hill lebron james has never in his career been officiated fairly because lebron james for his size like they would hammer him, and because he's bigger than everybody, I, I, I think that was true early in his career. I don't think that's that's true anymore. I still think it's true no, to this I, day because he he gets a benefit. He gets superstar benefit, just like just like Harden does. Uh, but I, I I think you could make that argument for the first several years of his career, just like you could for Shaq. Oh, Shaq, Shaq, Shaq and got Yao, hammered. yeah, Yao got it, and it really killed Yao because Yao was such a great free throw shooter. For Shaq, it's like, oh, we're not putting you on the line. Well, it saves you some embarrassment. But Yao, it's like that's points you're leaving off the uh, on the table there. Yeah, Yao is still the biggest human being I've ever been within like four feet of. Yeah, he's he, it, it's it, ridiculous, it, it, and you just don't get a sense of it on TV or even when he's on the court and you're sitting in the stands. When you get like right up close to him, like anybody who's had uh, seats down low, the guy's legs were bigger than each leg was bigger than me. I mean, it's it just amazing how huge that dude was, and probably why he didn't uh, didn't hold up yeah, physically. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, you're, human beings aren't meant to be that big. I'm sure it was some experiment in China that you know they were trying to build the perfect basketball player. Man, I'm looking at these uh, PGA Championship standings, the leaderboard. Yeah, T- the two Americans that I almost picked based on their name alone, uh, Taylor Gooch and Jason Cockrack. Somebody's got to take Cockrack next time. They're both one under par. They're both playing well. Uh, well, the last guy in that I, I was those were and at, those were guys from the very last tier. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a bonehead bonehead play by me. <laughs> well, me taking uh, not taking uh, that what that Winford guy or whatever his name is. The last guy who got in, uh huh. He was like one under last I looked. Uh, I oh he must have fallen off. Oh yeah, I don't see him anymore. I saw him earlier, and I was like, "Oh, Fred's going to be pissed about that." But yeah, I think he's uh he's, yeah. So your guy Victor is minus three. Oh yeah. So the going all foreign is going to pay off for me. I think. Uh, that my Dylan Fratelli guy was like one over. He yeah, he finished one over. So that's the guy I took over the uh, Winthorpe guy. Who I, I don't see on here anymore, so he must have had some kind of a disaster. So, well, we'll he quit. Uh, I'm, I'm still scrolling down. I don't see him. Yeah, I don't see him at all. I've even searched his name, and I don't see him. So, What's his name? I don't remember. It's something with Win- a, it, It's like a Winchester. Wyndham or, or something. Yeah. He's got a weird, he's got a weird first name. So... But I, I don't know what happened to him. I think he's dead. Well, I guess that means he doesn't make the cut. He says it's pronounced Kokorak. I, no, not no, a, not on this show. Kokorak on our show. Yeah, he gets. He, it's you know, if you're going to have a name spelled that way, we get to. 
Yeah. We get to say whatever we want within reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know what happened to him. He's not like on the uh, DNF or withdrew list. Somebody, somebody named Sam Burns shot 41 on the... Wyndham yeah. Clark. He is currently in tied for 70th at two over. Ooh, okay. Oh, this thing doesn't go all the way to 70. That's why. Oh, yeah, it does. The Google it, one does, yeah. Nah, well, I'm looking at the PGATour.com. No, he's three over. He's finished for the day, so he's tied for 87th. Okay. That's uh, W-Y-N-D Ham. Wind Ham Clark. I guess we'll call but that's him a, Wyndham. That's a but, pretty pretentious name, like Davis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wyndham, Wyndham, come here, please. <laughs> yeah, Google hasn't updated, so he uh, bogeyed 18 then. It, and it's it's one thing to to hear, and he's an American, so it's one thing to hear like pretentious names from foreigners because we kind of expect that. Yeah, like there's a Japanese guy named Rikuya. I mean, come on, could your parents be any more extra? But then there's a guy, an American named Maverick, and I kind of yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, also pretentious, but kind of a cool pretentious. Yeah, like names like Maverick and Hunter, I'm I'm cool with. What about Lanto? L a n t o. That's an American. Oh really? Is, yeah. he, is he a Native American? Because that'd be kind of a cool. Oh, uh, that would be cool. Like if he's like uh, Lan- Lanto Walking Bear. We all know there's a Xander. Um, I'm trying to think what the what the there's a Stewart. There's Taylor with it without a Y T A L O R. Oh, that's pretty bad. Brooks, Keegan. These are. Uh, are we surprised that that uh, golfers who primarily come from elite rich people? Have those names are like this. Yeah, those are obnoxious American. There's a Harris, first name Harris. Uh, a Chez. Hudson. And I think that's the most of that's I think that's it for the really obnoxious. Oh, Larkin. That's a first name? That's a first name. Oh my god. Yeah, that's it. That's it for the really obnoxious ones. Uh, somebody says, you may think LeBron is better, and that's fine, but I'd take Kobe any day over James. It's not so cut and dry as you claim. No, it is. Yeah, it kind of is. It is. Uh, all right, quick break. It's the Blitz <laughs> on ESPN 97.5-92.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN. All right, Aaron, do we have an official update? Uh, We do. I still haven't put in the, uh, the scores for guys who are still out there. But okay. currently, Fred, you have Justin Thomas, who was three over today. Bryson DeChambeau nailed par. You had Kevin Na, who was seven over. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead to me. Uh, and Dylan Fratelli is only one over okay. for the round. Didn't I have Justin Rose, too? He's not finished yet. Okay. Well, he's, he's still on 16. He's one under through 16. Okay. Uh, the only two AJ has that have finished so far is Rory, who was three over. And Victor Hovland, who's three under. 
So I, I'm not good at math, but I think that's even par. Uh, his guy, John Rahm, is even through 15. Uh, which one of you has Jordan Spieth? I do. Yeah, even through 13. Uh, who are your other ones, AJ? Uh, he has Joaquin Neiman, who is one under through 16. That's pretty good. He has Thomas Peters, who is one over through 12. And uh, it looks like that back end is really screwing people up, so that might not yeah. go well for him. Because yeah, I, uh, I got like Dustin Johnson two over through 12. I'm not liking his chances of staying at two over. Like everybody per- appears to be falling apart. Uh, and then he has Dean Burmester, who is even through 11. All right. So he sounds very even to me. Yeah. yeah. That, that'd be a good score. I'm hovering. Yeah. Uh, my only Rory was the one who was the big disappointment today. And apparently, like, the morning guys were dealing with some real bad wind. But suck it up. John Granado said I had the best team again. Uh, yeah, I sent him our teams this morning I when tend, they were talking about it. I tend to believe him. And I, I told him I picked all foreigners. And he said that was smart because foreigners are used to playing in heavy wind. Which I didn't know that. But now I know. There, there's more wind. Is that because uh, they blow? There's more wind in other countries than there is in uh, in the United States. Well, the... I mean, especially in Europe, there's a lot of links courses. Oh yeah, yeah so yeah. that's 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 where that comes from. I, I, re- I really hope I win this just so that uh, our two golf experts will look stupid. And uh, I'm having a little bit of a hard time. Uh, so Spieth is doing o- doing okay. My guy Daniel Berger is six over currently. Ooh, that's and that, he's on fifteen. Ooh, that was a so high. It pick. could go real bad. That was your second pick, right? That was my second pick. Oh no, uh, Will Zalatoris is two under. He's playing well. Adam Scott was six over for the round. I almost took him. Uh, Robert McIntyre was three over, and then Adam Long shot par. There you go, Adam Long. Who shot three over for you? Robert McIntyre. What round was he? He was my second to last pick. I like to call him Bob. I call him Bobby Mack. Hmm. We're friends. I think what... And listen, you you don't win these contests on Thursday. I, I know that. You can lose them on Thursday. But I feel good knowing that all of my guys, I think my worst guy is one over. Or no, three over. Like, I don't have anybody who's like six or seven over who I feel like is probably going to miss the cut. And the guy that's that's three over for me is the number one golfer in the world. So chances are good he'll he'll probably play better tomorrow. Or he won't. Or he won't. (laughs) He may may just blow up tomorrow. He might. Um. Yeah, if I have one guy not make the cut, I'll, I'll still feel pretty good as long as everybody's in striking distance. So Fred, that, you've taught me that if if you have four guys who miss the cut, you're done. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, no question. But if you have four guys make the cut, uh, real, ideally you'd like to have five make the cut, right? Yeah, ideally. I mean, you're not going to get all of them. So, um, all right, there's, there's your golf... I should have done a redneck golf update. No, we don't need that. So we can far, do that one tomorrow. Eh. They're playing in California. That doesn't mean they ain't rednecks. You ever been to Fresno? It's better when they play at Talladega. Mm. Uh, fans pick Kobe Bryant over LeBron because stylistically Kobe, Kobe is closer to MJ than LeBron. Doesn't make him a better player. Yeah. I mean, Sorry. I mean, I get, I, like I said, I get that there are people who like Kobe better than LeBron, and, and that's totally fair. But I, I, I don't think there's much of an argument that Kobe was a better basketball player. 
RIP and everything, but no. Mm, no I, I'm just going to stay away from that whole topic for a variety of reasons. Because um, there'll be jokes and then people get really mad because apparently they love that guy. So, uh, 713-780-ESPN. Speaking of the NBA, do you see that they're considering expanding because to kind of cover all the money they've lost over the last year and a half? Expanding what? Expanding the league. Oh, boy. I can't think of a worse idea. Said, uh, it's widely believed the NBA is planning to expand to 32 teams. Oh. Because they'll have to pay that franchise fee. Yeah. Which is what they did in hockey. He had, it's almost a given Seattle would be home of one of the teams. Can Houston get a team now? I don't think they can. <laughs> don't think they can. Oh, man. Because it uh, sucked not having one this and, year. And La- Las Vegas also being mentioned as a potential spot. Oh, for the okay. Team. Let's do it. See, I don't, I don't know that that's a good idea. And yeah, I, I think for one thing, Vegas isn't big enough for four teams and everybody wants to move there. I know. And that's now I, I think people will travel there for games a lot more. But the Knights have already pretty much established themselves. I don't know, you know how long it would take, especially an expansion NBA team, because you're not going to be able to put a team together that goes to the finals the first year. No. And you're going to get the Raiders there now. And you may have the A's there. Um, I don't know that it can support all four of those. I'd worry about the A's more than the Raiders or more than, the, uh, than a basketball team because they already have a state-of-the-art arena that the, that the NBA team could play in. And it, you'd have to build a baseball stadium. You'd have to build, a or you'd have to play stadium. in the Death Star, which I don't know if it's. I don't think you're built for that. for that. But I mean, you'd still. I mean, and the, yeah, you remember the last time that the Raiders were like, "No, we don't want that." We left Oakland because we didn't want to share our stadium with the A's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I. Uh, but I, I mean, right, right now, I think that if I, if I, if I were moving to Vegas, I mean, sure, you want as many teams as possible. I just don't know they can support four. I think there's some cities that can support support two or three. Like I think San Antonio could support an NFL team and the Spurs. Almost anybody can support an NFL team. Yeah, because that's not the NFL is easy. Like um, it, it's it just well, it depends on you have to have the corporate dollars. Yeah, and there's enough corporate dollars in San Antonio and Austin. Well, there's certainly easily. enough in Vegas. Yeah, um, where fo- football is not a problem. But you 162 also, baseball games though, right? Uh, well, and then 82 basketball games and 82 Knights games. Uh, you know, it, it just, I, I wonder. And I also wonder. And the Aces. That is true. I mean, listen, they, get the, they, they but, actually draw a crowd remarkably. Yeah. Like, I think they're the highest uh, attended WNBA team. What I, what I wonder is. I'm going to go to every game. In that T-Mobile arena. I, I don't know who controls that. Like, the MGM does. Uh, okay, so. But, I mean, I don't know how that would split up in terms of do the Knights get preference, do the basketball team get preference, who gets more uh, yeah, money. Yeah, I don't know. Because here you can't, you can't own a hockey team and play in Toyota Center. Unless Tillman Unless owns Tillman it. owns it, yeah, which I, I, I don't see happening. So I don't know if it's the same kind of setup there in reverse. I, I just don't know enough about it. I'd have to find out. But that is, like, uh, I mean, that, that arena is perfect. It is. So... Is that, uh, did they just get an out, Aaron? Yes, one of them. Okay. I so. think they still have to get two more. I'm not good at math. To get out of this. Okay. Run, front runners at first and second. One out. A's at the plate. 6 3 Astros. 
eighth inning. But It'd be nice if there was a play where you get two outs in one batter. Can you do that? Is, has that happened before? I've seen it before. Yeah. That must be special. Or or there's the play where you get no outs on a pop-up into the outfield because the guys just stare at each other. <laughs> That's true. Looking at each other's junk. I mean. But Miles Straw is elite defensively, so. Well, it, I, I don't know who you blame for that because I couldn't. You, you know, blame the center fielder. It's this, the, the center fielder, is the, he's in charge of the outfield. Well, if there's a ball that falls directly between the center fielder and the right fielder, it's the center fielder's ball. Plus, he's like the fastest man on the planet. Ooh, was that barely, barely foul. That would have been a problem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, would, that would have been a one-run game. Michael Brantley's praying as it was flying. Yeah, it was actually a pretty good pitch. That yeah. was a good piece of hitting, too, to yeah. even foul it off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh. It almost worked out. All right, 713-780-ESPN is your number. We are going to take a break. Yeah, a lot of a lot of good stuff to get to yet. Just kind of looking at my list. I haven't really even gotten past the stuff I had in there for segment two. So I think I think we're okay. All right. We're halfway home. We got, what, hour and a half in the rear and the, whatever it is. 90 process. in the rear. 90, 90 in the rear, yeah. Uh, quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Sports. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. You guys, you, uh, probably, you guys probably missed out on this. Did you get some Bex Prime, Aaron? Uh, I found them right as they were getting ready to pack up, so I put one in the fridge for my dinner tonight. There you go. Uh, Bex Prime brought food earlier today. Uh, great burgers, chicken salad, sandwiches, and more. Um, ch- burgers, chicken sandwiches, salads, and more. They've got nine Houston locations, and many of them have outdoor seating, like the one down the street here. It has that that super old live oak tree. It's a pretty badass little setup they got. Uh, order online, take out, or dine in. Enjoy the spring and summer at Beck's Prime, Beck'sPrime.com. That is a tasty burger, I must say. I missed out. Sorry, Fred. <laughs> The you know what that uh, their steak sandwich is it is very one good. of my favorites. So uh, yeah, maybe if I'd just gotten here sooner. Although it looked like it was pretty picked over, and I was here kind of early. All right, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. If you want to get in, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. And uh, I, I had a couple of things that I, I wanted to get to that uh, uh, a little bit. Off the beaten path, I guess. Um, the NFL, the score ranked the 12 teams that have not won a Super Bowl uh, by how close they are. And there's no surprise who 12 and 11 are. Um, this, the, These are teams that have never won the Super Bowl. And they, they're ranking their chances? Yes, they're ranking which one's most likely to win one first. 
Oh, well, Texans and Lions are 11 and 12. And, and so. Lions are 12, Texans are 11. Okay. Uh, no. I guess they're giving them the off chance that maybe Deshaun Watson comes back someday. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, and even with the additions of Trevor Lawrence, who no big deal, and Tim Tebow, the Jaguars come in at number 10. Okay. Uh, let's go... The Bengals have never won a Super Bowl. They've got to be near the bottom. Uh, actually, the Bengals, they, uh, where the hell are they? Uh, seventh. What? Uh, they got Jose Burrow. Okay. The great Jose Burrow. Stop it. Um, what about, ooh, Carolina's not looking good Carolina right now. number eight, right behind okay. Cincinnati. I would agree Cincinnati probably closer because they have a quarterback, maybe. Um, they're going to, I bet that they have this team ranked higher because they're looking pretty solid right now, but let's remember who they are. The Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Browns check in at number two. Oh my God. Are you crazy? Well, when you see the other guys that, that are on this list, well, you know who should be number one is the lowly Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are number one. Bra- okay. Browns are number two. You're telling me the Browns have a better chance than the Chargers? Uh, they were better last year. Yeah, yeah but they're still the Browns. You know what's going to happen? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I do feel like they or the Titans. I, I think they're right there with the Titans. I don't have a problem putting them over the Titans. Yeah, the Titans three. Titans are three. Uh, where are the Chargers at? Chargers are sixth. Okay, so that leaves... See, I, I would put them ahead of number five and number four. Okay, so that the the ones I haven't mentioned, I think, are Arizona. Arizona, four. And Minnesota. Five. Okay. I that's, would, a, I, that's the only ones I had. I would have right? the Chargers ahead of them. Uh, no, you missed number nine. Atlanta? Atlanta. Yeah, I forgot. And they pretty much writing them off because the Matt Ryan, Julio Jones era is over. Yeah. They got close. They did. Boy, Minnesota's been close several times. Buffalo's been close several times. Tennessee's been close. Uh, Yeah, Tennessee was, what, what, six inches away from tying a game. Atlanta was close. Uh, Yeah, and hell, Carolina. Yeah. They could have easily. Arizona was close. Carolina was close twice. Yep. Arizona was close. Um, I guess the only one. The Bengals, the, the Browns. Actually, the Bengals were uh, almost beat the Joe Montana 49ers. Did they almost beat them? Yeah, that was like that late drive for a touchdown. Oh, you're to right. Win it. The drive, they yeah. called that. Or the catch. The catch. No, the catch was against the Cowboys. Oh, that's right. But yeah, that was, uh, I think that was like 27 to 20, and the 49ers scored on the last right. drive. So they were they were in that game. So the Browns, Lions, Texans, Jags, they've never been close. Uh, Well, the Jags did. Did make it to the AFC Championship yeah, game a couple times. That doesn't count. That's got to count for something. That's close to getting to the Super Bowl. And then if you're close to getting there, then maybe yeah. if you're close to winning. I don't know. So You're just saying that because you're a Jags fan. I'm, I'm a lifelong Jags fan for a month now. <laughs> but I just, I just thought it was an interesting list. So uh, apparently one of the things that uh, they're running into with the hockey playoffs is a bunch of they're getting a bunch of false positive COVID tests. Uh, which, like the the Golden Knights, apparently, I don't know if they had a bad batch of tests, but they had a bunch of false positives. And imagine having to stop a playoff series oh, because of that. Good. So, um, man, they don't have to forfeit. 
No, no, they managed to get all the games in so far. But man, what is going on with all these? Is you know a base big time baseball coach? What is going on with all these no hitters? Uh, the way that people hit now leads to a lot more strikeouts and a lot more home runs. And when you strike out a lot, you're you're going to go games without hits. Like putting the ball in play, playing gap to gap isn't how baseball is taught to kids now. And like if if you're not hitting bombs, you're probably not hitting. And it's it it's a high risk, high reward game. Uh, which I don't, I'm not I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm not like one of these old school guys who's like, oh, I miss the days of the sacrifice bunt. No, I'm like I'm, that's yeah. not me. But I, I I do miss the days when teams would get really fast guys on base and steal second and third. Yeah. I'd like to see more of that, but I, nobody does it anymore. You just go station to station. So my my good team has one sign and it's a steal sign. Like I I always I coach third base, so I'm always giving a bunch of signs. The only sign that means anything is steal. Yeah. I I I've asked like if I'm if I'm I've bunted one time all year long. Okay. And it was a kid who was he was hurt and I knew he wasn't going to be able to beat something out so I was like well we might as well just move a runner up okay uh but I so I'd never and I told him before he got up to bat if this kid gets on in front of you you're bunting first pitch he bunted but I never like did he execute it yeah good good but I know because nobody can bunt anymore no and we don't practice bunting so it's it's you know it it is kind of a lost art but I'm I'm never going to have a kid step out of the batter's box and look down at me and tell him bunt because it's just the upside of swinging the bat is is too high. I guess if I had a bunch of kids who couldn't hit, yeah, it'd be different. But right, then you- and so I and on my bad team, I have had them bunt a couple times because it's like okay, I know this kid's not going to get a hit, so let's let's just try and let's try and make something positive happen out of this. Or maybe they you know, maybe he'll bunt it and they'll throw it over the first baseman's head. Maybe I'll get lucky here, but yeah, it just it's it's sort of a lost art, and that kind of baseball is just gone now. It it is swing for the fences, and it's going to lead to a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of empty at bats. So mm-hmm. we're on our way to a record year for him with yep. another one last night, and uh, what's that two this week already? So. Uh, your Astros get out of the bottom of the eighth with the bases loaded, no runs. <sighs> Still six three as they go to the ninth. They're, uh, like they're going to have to pitch Presley every single night. He's the only guy they trust. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's a mishmash. They need all these these starters to get healthy so they can push some of the starters into the bullpen and have at least some decent arms out there. I, I'd, I'd kind of like to see, even though he's pitched pretty well as a starter, I'd kind of like to see Javier in the bullpen. I think he's got pretty good stuff for a reliever, um, but. Yeah, it's it's. But then it's like, well, why'd you, why'd you send him down to the minor yeah. leagues to stretch him out? Uh, so, I don't know. But they like the 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 actual bullpen arms that they have. They for the most part they stink. So and so that's why you got to bring Ryan Presley in in the eighth inning because yeah, you can blow the game there. And now he's going to pitch more than an inning, which means he won't be available tomorrow. Which means hopefully you don't have to use your bullpen tomorrow because then you're in another bad situation. Well, that's uh, I mean that that uh, unfortunately that's the one thing that you just can't do much about right now. There's not you just got to wait for guys to get healthy. Well, John and I were talking on uh, Sports Map today. We were talking about 
if there's a trade to be made. And the truth is, I don't know what the Astros would trade for if they did trade. And really, the only way they're going to pull off a trade to get better is if they're willing to take on an obnoxious contract because they don't have the assets to trade for a good player. Like, they, they, they don't have uh, the assets to... like. So, like sort of like the Verlander situation. It's like, oh, hey, we don't want this guy anymore. We're not winning with it. You know, we're not winning, and he's just going to be an albatross to us for the next couple of years. Do you want to take this money off our hands? And I don't know if the Astros at this point are willing to do that. Yeah, I don't... I, I don't know how many relievers would fit that, though. No, no, I'm, you, I'm not. You think it's starters? I'm just thinking any players, like, and really the the because they're going to get all these these starting pitchers back, they may feel like the bullpen will fix itself. Yeah. It, so if they were going to look for anything, you'd presume it would be some outfield help. Um, let's just let's just say it, a center fielder. Yeah, I mean, although I mean he's the. Eighth guy in your lineup, basically. I mean, they're they're pretty damn good seven deep. So yeah. I, I don't know that you need more offense. I mean, if you could get a better guy out there, that'd be great. I I think if you're going to trade any assets, it's got to be for pitching. But you but you don't really have assets to trade. Well, that's the thing. I mean, uh, which is why I, what limited ones you do, I'd rather use them on pitching. Yeah, because that's that's an area where you. I, I think at some point you're going to need help now. And in, in if and this is kind of what we we're talking about on Channel Twenty Six with Nate yesterday, say so, okay, so let's say Framber comes back and and he's fine. So you've got, and let, let's say McCullough stays healthy and Grinky stays Grinky. That's three good pitchers, and all you need is two out of Odorizzi and Javier and uh, or Keedy to be decent. You don't even be great. That's four and five, and then one of those guys can move to the pen theoretically, and. uh there's a long drive. Oh, good catch. So the Brewers have Josh Hader, who, oh, boy, that was almost yeah. another base-running gaffe by, <laughs> by your boy. By one Jose Altuve. <laughs> but, uh, like, Josh Hader's going to make over $10 million next year. Are the Astros willing to, to have a reliever who's going to make over $10 million next year? I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know if they are. Now, if you're saying, okay, well, we're not going to be able to re-sign Correa. And Grinky and Verlander are off the books. Although I, I would hope you didn't make it, make an effort to maybe bring those guys back, just not for thirty five, thirty six million. Um, then you might be willing to do it. The problem is if you don't have Correa, Grinky, Verlander next year, Hater really uh, going to help you that? I mean, it'd be, it'd be this, it would be this year, obviously. And really, the 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 asset that you could could really trade is Carlos Correa. That's a good, I mean, if, yeah. you're, there's a lot of people who are going to say, like, well, let's get something. Because let's face it, Carlos Correa is not resigning here. So, but yeah. you don't want to trade him because you've got a contending you, team. You do have a chance. He can year. help you this year. And so, so I mean, he's, he's basically your rental guy. And so it's like, well, are we going to let him walk for nothing? Yeah. Yeah, you are. And that's okay if you win. If you win a World Series, who, let, let Carlos Correa go get all the money somewhere. Who cares? Yeah. All right. Quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Jungle camouflage by all the fallen leaves. A hand holds up the sky while shamefully. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. 
listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. And the A's just airmailed what should have been a double play that allows Altuve to score. And uh, now 7-3? 7-3. Two Top outs. nine, two outs. All right. That's why sometimes with my bad team, I bunt, because that might happen. You never know. Yeah. Jordan hit into what should have been a very easy double play, and uh, it was <laughs> it was not. That's <laughs> a little, little casual on the throw there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Although, oh, he should have made that play. I mean, it wasn't a great throw, but uh, first base got to have that. I don't, I don't know. Who'd they, who'd they charge the air to? I believe Andrews, but I did, I'm not listening to the actual okay. game because my mic is on and off. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Gift run for your Astros. So uh, let's do the Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. All right. Uh, I had several of them that I like today, but we're, we're going to go to India, which is fast becoming the Florida of Asia. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, the, the Roni's pretty bad there. You think? Yeah. Like it, when they drug all those people out of the river there? Yeah. Well, Shakuntala Gaikwad tested positive last week, was taken to the hospital. Unfortunately, the wards were full. <laughs> Excuse me. And there's a hit. Oh, I don't know if yeah, that's going to get yeah, on in, is They're it? blowing it open here. Yep, he does score. Okay. Yeah, there was two outs, so he was going. Yeah. So anyway, she tests positive, taken to the hospital, and the hospitals are full, right? She fell unconscious on her way home. Okay. And apparently dead. So her family threw her off on the side of the road. No, no they prepared for her, her funeral. And it was about to... Uh, burn her body when all of a sudden she woke up oh, at the last second <laughs> 76 years old she was woke up moments before she was due to be cremated because the family thought she was dead do they not have pulses in india uh, well, Is that not a thing? I, I don't know or do they not have doctors like call time of death well they didn't have they couldn't get her in the into the hospital it was full with, with covid they didn't have enough people didn't have enough doctors, didn't have any room. So she decided to go home and just collapses and her family now maybe your family didn't really like her and thought, that's you know, possible. You know what? She's not uh, she's not I don't know if she's dead, but let's go ahead and get this, this information. Now's our chance. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get out of this. No more shock and Maybe they paid the doctor to call her time of death. Let's get out of this thing now. It's yeah. been getting bad. But uh they they finally uh but she woke up and apparently uh, she started crying. Wah. This time, this time they got her to a hospital, and uh, and apparently India's health ministry had released guidelines for cremation of people who uh, have died of COVID. So they don't want reinfection. So that's why they're they're doing the cremating. So uh, yeah, this is the same place that had uh, the lady who uh, the MP who said uh, you cow urine can uh cure the virus so that's two this week for india 
India takes the lead over Florida. That's your Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. Yes, please. Isn't that like the old movie Serpent in the Rainbow turning her into a zombie before burying her alive? I haven't seen that movie in forever, but it turned out that was they were giving them something that made them appear to be dead. And then, uh, and they'd rise from the grave, which, you know, not so, uh, I, I don't, I, I'm against that. I, 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 first off, I'm, I'm happy for this woman that she was able to, uh, get back in the game. Yeah. That she wasn't dead, but if she had really been dead, I am totally against that. I don't see any reason why, uh, um, we don't need, we don't need a zombie apocalypse. No. now. we got enough other stuff going on. I uh, you make fun of me for watching all those Law and Orders. See this eleven uh, year old Florida girl who uh, managed to fight off a knife wielding man. How old? Eleven. Uh, girl? Yeah. Damn. Uh, that guy should be embarrassed. At least the guy here got beat up by Derek Lewis. She uh, knew <laughs> knew to leave blue slime evidence on her kidnapper thanks to watching Law and Order SVU with her mom. Isn't that uh, a grown up show? Should kids really be watching I, Law and no, Order? No, they SVU? really shouldn't. Not at eleven. That, yeah. that, that's a like. How about be a better parent? They well, it, it saved her from getting attacked by a dude, a oh, knife wielding well, man. Yeah, I guess that part. So she good. did learn that, but. You know, it is, I mean, they deal with some pretty heavy subjects there. But um, her daughter, Alyssa, Amber Bonal. Bone. Uh, <laughs> bone all. I have very, very popular lady. <laughs> she, yeah, she's, <laughs> no one's going to mention that in high school. Uh, her daughter, Alyssa, was playing with a homemade blue slime uh, substance while waiting for her bus. My kid at one point had a slime business going. Oh, really? Yeah, he was like, he. He was buying like $30 worth of materials and then selling them for $10 a container. And dude was, he made like, he was profiting literally like $30, $40 a day for a while. He had a real thing going, but then I think he got in trouble for selling that stuff at school. Oh. Well, uh, apparently while she was waiting for the bus, she saw the man running towards her and said, somebody tried to kidnap me. He grabbed me by my throat and he had a knife. And uh, she said she was able to kick, and she tripped him and freed herself. This so, guy's really in Yeah, I, I really hope he gets arrested so we can get his name out there. But, uh, oh, they did. We got him. So uh, the mother added, said, Mom, I had to leave some sort of evidence behind, like on Law & Order SVU. <laughs> We've watched probably every episode on Hulu. She's a smart cookie. She thinks on her to- toes she got that slime everywhere. This, this, this is a positive story. I'm, I'm for this. Yeah. Uh, in addition to the surveillance footage, the blue slime helped investigators call her Jared Paul Stanga, who has been charged with attempted kidnapping, aggravated assault, and battery. What a dummy. Jared Paul Stanga got his butt whipped by an 11-year-old girl. That's embarrassing. He uh, also tried to paint over his vehicle's front chrome bumper with black paint <laughs> by the time police arrived at his home. He also had the telltale blue dye on his arms. Bum bum. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's uh, 
Hey, you know what? Good for good for you, Alyssa. Yeah. You're going to grow up to be Florida woman, but at least you got that. So, all right. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. We'll uh, take a quick break. 8-3 Astros. Runner on first. Yeah, it, it's looking good. It's looking good right no, now. No, nobody it's out looking though. good. Nobody out, though. All right. We'll be right back. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5925. ESPN 97.5. 